Eva. Is this Eva? Yes. Okay, Eva. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey. Eva. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so I'm just gonna throw you into it, everybody. It's uh, it's Papa's basement. I'm oh, John no. Papa Georgia. Yes. Yes. Yes, Michael. This is how it's gonna go down. And and you're Michael Johnson. Oh, Michael. hello. That's Hi. who you are. It's been a minute, uh, buddy. Good to have you on yeah, the show. Good? <laughs> I can uh, hear you uh, preparing a salad over there. Not a marijuana yeah. reference. I was <laughs> mocking your health choices as if I haven't had one or two with you in the past month. I'm not, not preparing to like toss a salad. No, unfortunately, because <laughs> we're not recording together. Hey, you... Frank, you can take a break. Don't worry. I don't need you right now. <laughs> Oh, that's old Dawson Frank. (laughs) Just go perk yourself up on the sink. (laughs) He's a little person. A little person (laughs) with a big tongue. (sighs) Time to kick my cat out. All right. Only living creature that loves me. Good to go out. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm going to present you with a choose your own adventure to start the show. Michael. Like, from, like, one of the actual books? Yes, yes. I'm going to present you <laughs> with one of the actual books. And, uh, oh. uh, and, and by present, I mean fan your buttocks out, like you're at the Westminster Dog Show. Because apparently that's what I think happens at dog shows. You spread a dog's asshole and just go, uh-huh, uh-huh, to the judges. I mean, that's a good summation. Hmm. Yes. It's the spirit of it. What's <laughs> Pro- the, uh, proverbially, it's that. I had a friend that had to go have her dog's anal glands expressed. Yeah, now you've got two. It happened to me like three times. Really? Oh, yeah. Like when uh, I had one dog. I know you think of me as like this diehard cat dude, but I had a Nike who was like a half German shepherd, half something from like the ages of like 12 to God damn, Nike lived a long time, 26 or something like that. And towards the end, every so often, you know, or I should say pretty much every trip for her yearly inspection at the vet, they're like, hey, uh, we got to express your dog's anal glands. And it felt like when a a mechanic is hustling you, you (laughs) it's like, hey, uh, your ball bearings are shot. It's like, you know that I don't know if that's the case or not. So I'm going to take your word for it. Sometime down the road, did, did uh, you know, a Chantilly veterinarian assistant get arrested for illegally, uh, <laughs> like... Upcharging. <laughs> upcharging, like, like conning people into getting their, their dog's glands expressed and they didn't really need to... <laughs> These dogs' anuses were overexpressed. <laughs> These were downright demonstrative dog anuses. Oh uh, well, uh, I got a quick question. Did you name your dog Nike because it was Greek or after the shoe? It, it after the shoe with which my dad would beat it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was Greek. Yes, my my dad 
uh, you know, existed at that intersection of Greek peasant culture and black street pimp culture. <laughs> where, <laughs> where the Venn diagram in the middle has beating things with a shoe. <laughs> well, did he really beat it with a shoe? Oh, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> I remember one of my most treasured... So she was kept, like, in a cage, like a uh, a big fucking carry cage that uh, i guess you'd call it crating it cage sounds so malicious <laughs> no, that's a crate yeah it was a, it was a dog crate we just found at a yard sale one time and she was kept in that crate for uh you know most evenings i would say we crated nike at a certain point and i remember one time my dad in all his greek peasant glory had like cooked <laughs> A I just giant... imagine them in like in like white skibbies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah like you know, <laughs> stroking a giant mustache <laughs> on his gay lover because he's Greek. Um, and he had cooked like a massive Easter lamb thing, if I recall. Was and it like Easter or just like any old other day. <laughs> yeah, it was Tuesday. He's that Greek. <laughs> And, I mean, like, you could tell there wasn't much joy left in this man's life. Like, this had to be his early 60s. Like, at this point, the libido's drained out of him. He's got me and my brother's kids. He's got my mom and his wife, you know. (laughs) But he must have been thinking of this fucking lamb to get him through, like, the past two weeks, minimum. He was going to cook this and eat it. And just that's, you know, it's 60, early 60, let's just say 62. Like, that's what's going to get you through for a long time. And he cooked this thing and, like, pulls it out of the oven and leaves it on top of the stove and walks away for, I mean, what must have been 30 seconds just to take a piss or something. And Nike just Jaws style jumps up. (laughs) And starts mauling this. And the fucking screaming he did at this this dog, the instant sound started to exit him, just this blood curdling rage. It ran to the back of its kennel, like with a flexibility that would have made like a cat envious. You know what I mean? Like the right. fucking just some sort of Japanese demon Ringu shit, you know, hiding in the corner of the room. Like it fucking, it grew another six, you know, four legs and spider, spidered off into the corner. I've never did seen it cringe harder. Did it keep the lamb or did he save it? Oh, no. I mean, like it was the worst of all worlds. Like the dog maybe got like a smear of olive oil on its fucking muzzle for its troubles. And my dad heaved the lamb. Like, that's where he and I differ. I accidentally dumped a $4 box of Costco cherries earlier today on the floor. And my mom used to screech at me for, like, dumping fruit accidentally because she's a filthy hoarder and the king, you know, the fridge has no room. And I was just like, hey, you don't want me to do this? Clean out the fucking fridge, lady. And that, you know, ceased that argument pretty fast. And I guess I've... <laughs> I've broken her because at this point she just saw me slowly loading these cherries into a basin as I then <laughs> rinsed them to get all the hair and cat litter to float off. Yeah. And she was just like, uh, you need any help with that? <laughs> that's, that's how far we've sunk. <laughs> and that's how John got toxic 
Plasma, sir. Yeah, that's how I got my third liver. Um, so, yeah, if you're wondering the, the difference between the Papa Giorgio generations, you can bet your ass I would have just thrown a napkin under that thing and eaten it <laughs> off the fucking floor. Oh, uh, well, uh, what was the, uh, the choose your own, own adventure? The choose your own adventure is as follows. So I did not finish recounting the summary of my now many weeks ago Rochester trip to see our good friend Sarah Chambers. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I did indeed start a Hinge dating profile. Oh, that's right. Yes. And we can we can touch on that. But more more than that, if you wish, we can talk about your recent Hinge adventures. (laughs) if you need to get anything off your chest my dear uh i'm more than happy to tell that story um but uh yeah i don't i don't really have uh any kind of uh pull towards either of the three i'm i'm open i'm i'm open to all three uh well the hinge would be a package deal like I would talk a little about Hinge, and then you would talk of Hinge. Sure. And and we could really get into the well, nitty gritty of yours. Me being banned now from Hinge. Yes, you are currently banned from Hinge, but I'm rooting for you. Yeah, I haven't I haven't checked, but yeah, I can get into that when the when the time comes. I'm rooting for you. Well, I I mean I don't have a ton to like. I I got on Hinge. Sarah Chambers at the very end of our Rochester adventure was just kind of like, Hey, I'm really curious to see if my female friends from this city are on hinge and dude, you need to get on a dating app because you can't keep trying to seduce women who post naked on Reddit gone wild. That's not a dating app. (laughs) A dating app's a dating app. And I guess it was something about, you know me, I love my long distance ladies, or at least I have for a very long time, something about being able to set that to Rochester, as opposed to Washington, D.C. area. I was like, sure, Sarah Beth Chambers, fuck it, let's do it. Right. And we very quickly picked some photos. I think I sent her like 10 or 12 options. She picked six that she liked, and I answered the cues, you know, the little question cues in front of her, and she would, like, veto one and then nod her head. And We, you know, like, the profile is very much made with her editing skills, I should say. Right. And uh, God help me, I've I've done okay. Like, now, I've... Yeah. What, what, what's the significant, like, change from your old profile to the new one that is now just on fire uh michael the real change came from within right exactly no of course yeah that that intangible aura that that yes pervades through your profile picture yeah all bullshit aside i'm not nearly the fat fuck i used to be and i'm smiling in my profile pictures that's it every photo i'm smiling everyone is like you seem so happy and I'm like, yeah, that's me. Beam of wow. fucking sunshine, you know, as I screech to my mother in the other room. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> my cat 
claws at the door to be let in while I try to masturbate in peace for five minutes. That that's that's the feedback you're getting from women that you talk to that you seem so happy. Yeah, yeah. I just smile in my photos and my prompts are like kind of funny replies and I I guess like I'm genuinely not in it for the wrong reasons. Like I'm trying to date like I've never dated normally in my life. I don't know about you, but pretty much I spent my to forward with women online to overcompensate for my teens where you know if someone was like hey do you like such and such i i would fucking literally die rather than admit i even had a crush on someone you know there was that level of shame for me associated with anything sexual like you might like a someone saying I was like attracted to a woman in my class would have been like getting outed in the fifties. Like that's how I reacted. <laughs> like I was like, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up now before you blow this for me. You know what I mean? Like it was, right. I, and I don't know why I felt that way. I really don't. Like I, I, I came up in like gifted and talented classes where the ratios were sometimes like 32 boys and three girls kind of shit. Right. So this was like, you know, British homosexual experimenting schoolyard levels of uh, dudes in your class kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> An oft forgotten aspect of British society up to like the 70s or 80s where they all buggered each other in boarding school <laughs> and then kind of like went back, you know, went to normal society and, and no longer had to be gay for the stay, as it were. I just imagine that, like, one of your teachers was Helen Mirren now. Oh, God, if only. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Fucking Helen Mirren, circa the long good Friday. Look that one up. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, uh, the smiling in the pictures seems like such an obvious thing, but... Yeah, I, I think I'm maybe smiling in one of mine, and yeah. in my, and also in my old Hinge profile, when I actually got back on it, I my my old prompts were up there, and mm-hmm. um, <laughs> my 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 lead prompt was it was something like, I'd be surprised if, and I filled in. I actually met someone that wasn't total garbage. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> and a few women laughed at that. And actually, the one that I ended up going out on a date with, um, I was like, yeah, I I think I was maybe in a bad mood. <laughs> kind of. That's... Yeah, that's like mama bird shoving the the little <laughs> six day old still looking like a ball sack chicks out of the nest to see if they'll fly kind of lit. <laughs> yeah, I want to see if they have a sense of humor. If you can handle yeah. that, we're going to get So along. your prompt said you want to chop my <laughs> the head. That was hilarious. <laughs> it's I funny. Really... It's like that one... Um, and another one I think I had on Bumble a while ago was like, I think my profile headline was like, oh, come on. Most of you aren't quote unquote 35. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. 
<laughs> and that one got so much, um, so many women that I guess, I think they matched with me just to hear the, <laughs> to the question. <laughs> well, no, they were like, wait, what does that, what do you mean by that? Or <laughs> wait, do you mean like a lot of women on here are lying about their age? And I'm like, yeah, miss quote unquote 27. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I've missed quote unquote twelve year old. Quote unquote eighteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you're quote unquote willing to testify that I didn't know you <laughs> quote unquote swipe on me. <laughs> oh Michael, you're incorrigible. Yeah. I I know. Let me see. My current Bumble profile right now says, "What are my my prompts?" It is. I think I, my third grade teacher would describe me as a criminal mastermind, part cowboy and part con artist that gets by on his charisma and dashing presence that is hard to resist. A real pleasure to have in class. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, I think I, I took away, I, I deleted some of my most sarcastic responses, but. Uh, I feel like to... some of the prompts are just setting you up for trouble. Like some of them are so playful. And then some of them are like, what do you find in your toilet in the morning? You know, like. <laughs> right. Oh, um, my Tinder profile says about me. And I said. Ask me about my billion dollars, my sports cars, and trips to Dubai. <laughs> That's pretty solid. I like that, man. I like um, that. What are some other prompts? Maybe maybe one of the, the female listeners at home can help me out with... Uh... I mean, Sarah Beth Chambers. She's, she's a profile whisperer. I just... It's like... I don't know if you deal with this because I think you've had a much more normal relationship with relationships through the years. But like, this is honest to God after spending my teens being mortified that anyone even knew I had sexual impulses. And then my twenties overcompensating by trying to be like as vulgar as fuck and pretty much lining up sex with anyone that I met online before I actually met them, only to have nervous, awkward sex. Uh, because there's zero ability on my end to actually be vulnerable and intimate. So, you know, you either somehow do knock out uh, bravura performance, but don't have fun with it, or you noodle because of the nerves overwhelm you, and then you never talk to that person again because they rightfully laughed you and your limp dick right out of the room. Um there's nothing, nothing worse than talking a big game online and then noodling a woman, dude. Nothing. What does oh. noodling mean? Oh, just just going limp dicked. You know what I mean? Like, shocker. Oh, I thought I thought you meant that was like something in the conversation because I do. It's a sex you, act. Oh, it's a sex. Okay, we're talking about sexual intercourse now. We're gonna do uh, a little six to nine, a little noodle. Um, because I remember back in the day. I remember when email and instant messenger was like, 
like when it was tabooed to even tell your friends that like, hey, I met this girl online. Like, oh, yeah. You know, but there were a you couple... might as well have been Trilam fraternity for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you and Lamar, the campy game. Right, exactly. And, um, but I do remember like there were a few girls that I met. This is back in like AOL days. And, uh, where. Oh, shit, I'm losing you. Where are you moving? God damn it. All right. Oh, are you back? Yeah. Okay. Your your internet died for a second. Oh shit. Were you smoking in the bathroom again? No, I was just walking outside. Well, you were busted, sir. Shit. I was you... just saying. What's that? <laughs> no, I remember this was always recording with you. You somehow didn't process what it was to stay on Wi-Fi. You're like, look, like I'm just gonna walk out, have burn one, come back in. It's no big deal. I, I, it's been a while. It's been like uh, since 2019, I think, uh, or 20 early early pandemic since I did an anchor. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. All right. Are you out on your balcony? Yes. Smoking I'm, merrily. I'm out on the deck of the love boat. <laughs> With uh, Gavin McLeod. <laughs> no, what I was saying, though, is I remember, yeah, that uh, there would be, like, a disconnect from the... <laughs> what? <laughs> He's smoking on the bayou? <laughs> what do you mean? I can hear hear like a National Geographic's worth of wildlife in the background. Really? It's fine. I think it's just a singular, very vocal cricket. There is a cricket there that wants to fuck the shit out of you, Michael. Do I have the noise cancellation at all? It's fine. Yes, keep pumping it up until even your vocal track is blurred out. Uh, no, the disconnect between talking to someone online and then meeting them in person. Yes, yes. and That can be jarring. I think the problem occurs, like, especially back in the day for me, again, going back to my 20s, when through a, like, a, just a massive sense of anxiety, I tried to, like, figure out everything ahead of time oh this is how i'm going to be in person this is how she's going to be in person and it's just like there is so much conveyed by tonality and pace of conversation and just looking at each other that typed words can't capture at all you know what i mean like i've had people in my life where like we talk to each other via text for years And then when the conversations actually pivoted to phone calls, let's say, like, it just, it wasn't the same. Like, it didn't have that flow. Mm -hmm. I find, though, that phone calls tend to be a pretty good indicator of, like, what your vibe would be like in person. Yes. Barring someone getting really anxious and, like, shutting down or something. But, like, yeah, a phone call... You know, I don't know what it is, but someone is forced to be maybe a little quicker with their thoughts, and I don't know. You can't. Just... You, have you exchanged voice messages on Hinge? Yes, I've I've done some of that. I've done some calling of people, you know, um, and that I, I again, yes, that seems to be a good indicator. The the one Hinge date 
I've had, there was, I believe, phone activity beforehand. And it was a, it was a good time in person as well. Communication was fine as well. So that was nice. And that is what I should have picked up on the date. God damn it. You sound so. like a robot right now. <laughs> Hold on. Do you want to just figure, finish your cigarette and then call me back and then you can resume an anchor with me? No. <laughs> no. No. Go back inside. Okay, Kansas. Can okay. Uh, I you were distorting like crazy. Really? Yes. Sorry. That's fine. I don't care. The, the people are getting what they pay for with this podcast. Are they? Uh, are they? Are they? Um, <laughs> are they to resume because yeah, your 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 audio is that distorted. Let me just send you another anchor, super fast. Michael Johnson. Yellow. Oh, he's back. After having torrid, anonymous men's room intercourse with that cricket. Hello. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, all right. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I got antsy feet. I can't. I'm like, need to walk around, and but I won't leave. I won't leave my apartment. <laughs> That's right. I am under That's house right. arrest. You'll... I mean, if you want to know what I'm doing as I record, I'm locked in my childhood bedroom, and I'm wiping the sweat from my back fat. <laughs> so there you go. That's a nice yeah. picture. Yeah, um, I'm just standing and wiping. What I was going to say is standing. that date I went on, that, yes. Uh, the t- voice text message that I got the first, I think it was the first one that I got. I, it was like an absolute no. And I should have read it there. As in uh, the, the response, like she was just kind of terrifying vocally. Well, she, we were chatting back and forth. And so I just was like, getting the impression like she wanted to meet up this evening and I wasn't doing anything. So I threw it out there that I was like, yeah, I'll meet you up for co- with like for coffee or whatever. Uh, there's plenty of places in my neighborhood. Uh, I'll meet you somewhere. I was trying to be as uh, disarming and non dangerous as possible. Like yes. basically saying like, I'll meet you in a public place. And, and then it kind of like dissipated after she was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And, but I still wasn't like overly sold. So, and I wasn't like, I'm not going to push this. It was like, like three or four in the afternoon. And like an hour later, I get a text saying the first voice text was like, well, I guess if you don't want to meet. Uh, that's fine. I was just kind of looking for some fun tonight, but that's okay. And I was like, what is this mousy, passive-aggressive bullshit that I'm getting here? I'm so like, did you not have a an actual phone convo? No. Oh, yeah, no man. I, I would, and I feel very out of line telling you a guy who's like been married and lived with women again (laughs) from the sanctity of my childhood bedroom. I feel a little bit 
out of my league advising but yeah man like talk to someone on the phone for fuck's sake it it will get you out of a lot of problems i think right no normally i would not have pushed this but i think where i've just been at and also just total boredom i i was like in this place where i was like i'll go i don't really need to or want to but i will and uh, that's not a place that you go out and meet somebody, especially. It's it, yeah, I've I, I'll just touch on my own shit for a bit before we really deep dive on you. But it's like it is the uh, the challenge I have found of like not being a horrible human being and dating in your 40s is really trying to, I guess like you said, kind of go out there without expectations and just be present in the moment and be a a good date and a good ear and all that stuff. And it's funny, like the things I used to worry about in my twenties, like, Oh, like, am I going to get laid? And am I going to really nail this broad? God, I sound like a gay man trying to sound straight right now. Um, (laughs) John, you got to pass his heterosexual. (laughs) What do they love? Do they talk about banging and... All right, let me me see your walk. All right. No. Swish, swish, swish. (laughs) Get off your (laughs) tiptoes. Smack smack me, Robin Williams, and I'll let out my Nathan Lane shriek. Take your hands off your hips. <laughs> God's sake, not so many rings on your fingers. Uh, right. Lose like, the scarf. <laughs> and in your 40s, it's just like, I, I, I guess it's really doing your best not to hurt anyone and not to deceive anyone and like well, i'm just this out is there the like... other thing that i was gonna say earlier i have been out i'm gonna think of like three four i guess four or five like of these online dating app dates probably in, that come to mind within the past two to three years where i couldn't believe how ready no like maybe six like how ready these women were to like hop into bed to, after the first date like during the first date during the first date interesting uh, i so, i'll level with you man i've hit like at this age i just don't know if i'd do that like, yeah i mean like i would don't get me wrong i'm not i don't know yeah. fuck i don't know Pussy. I'm, uh, no, here's the thing, though, is that I remember when I first started to dip my toe in the water after I moved out, my marriage ended, and I would say it was probably 18 months had passed. I felt like a 16-year-old for some reason where I was – and this is where I would learn in retrospect that – I was like, oh, I think this woman just wanted to have sex. And I totally misread this whole thing um, where I was trying to be polite or like she was ready to or like like I was trying to be the polite guy. <laughs> like like she 20 minutes in is spread eagle on your bed. You're like, how do you do this Eve, ma'am? Well, like, uh, yeah, one woman 
I think, you know, what hurt me the most is that I was homeless at the time living mm-hmm. in my office. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I had, uh, I was actually house sitting with my boss, but we had, this was summer of 2020 and we were. <laughs> did you ever bust that up? Like, did you ever bust that out if things went tits up? What? Like if they dumped you, you're like, well, guess what? You just fucked a hobo. <laughs> a homo or a hobo? <laughs> a homo hobo. <laughs> One does not preclude the other, sir. Well, I've um, seen the unhoused mount each other. Well, the uh, the reason I ended up back at my boss's place with the one, she was a, I think she was from Bolivia. Okay. And uh, we were we met across the street from where I worked at the old Shabine, and we're sitting outside. And at Lovely one point, Irish pub, yeah, yeah, we're having appetizers. It was like five, six in the evening. And at one point, she's she's asking me about my dating experience. And she's like, do you move fast or slow? And, like, we had had, like, some kind of, I don't know, flirtation up until that point. And I'm like, what is she trying to say? And my brain is just going, fast, fast, just say fast. And I was like, like, well, I'm open to moving fast if the other person is. And she just nodded. And I was like, okay, (laughs) we can go back. Did she then ask you for 300 roses? Right. Um, She was like, yeah, well, if you want to do girlfriend. um, (laughs) She happy. No, but she followed me back. And I don't think she understood until I was like still trying, like, I don't know. And again, I would leave this up to any uh, women listening. Like if you ask the guy to go back to his place, like, you know, and you're about an hour or two into the date, like you, I mean, I like, that's, uh, that's pretty much like, yes, this is a yes. And I was still being the polite, like, okay, here you are. Come in. Like, I like I couldn't believe that she was like. Would you like a ramen cup? I have right. Well, no. I mean, I was at my boss's place. I mean, Uh, you know, there were toys everywhere from their youngest kids. (laughs) Um, I think she said, and then she started to put together, and I can't. I don't know if I like laid it out straight, but I was like, yeah, I'm house sitting here. I don't know if I got to. I'm also living in my office. But, um, and then she was like, then she, uh, did like a 180, like to her credit. Uh, <laughs> like I, you know, I don't blame her for not having sex with a homeless guy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I couldn't believe, like, I was still being polite. Like if I think if I would have, if I was the type of guy that moved actually quickly, like, I don't know, like it could have gone somewhere, but um, I was, I was like kind of in shock because she was attractive. I liked her. And like, I was like, I can't believe how quickly this has moved. And I've had a couple others um, that uh, one, one woman that I uh, went out with for a little bit in between all things Susanna last, what? This was fall 2021. Mm-hmm. 
where <clears throat> I drove up to Frederick and we had dinner and then we walked and then she was like, do you want to come back to my place? And I was like, I can't believe, like, okay, all right. Like, like things can And then she move. expressed your anal glands? Yeah, uh, several times. Um, <laughs> I would have preferred sex. But, uh, <laughs> Strictly prostate. But, and, like, I was just, I was shocked. And I think you might run into this, and it might almost sneak up on you but it is like when you were younger you're supposed to be polite and it seemed like women were like no i want to wait i love the impression because i dated my mother when i was (laughs) just gonna say like was she holding a rolling pin but i also wonder how many cues i missed when i was younger but as i've gotten older for the most part not all the time but like i am always reminded of like oh i guess we're adults and this can move pretty quickly i i'll be honest dude i have just been horrifically open with like anyone i talk to i'm just like look uh i really haven't dated like at this point 10 ish or you know at least like better part of 10 years uh i've done a fuck ton of therapy i've gotten in better shape uh, you know my friends kind of got me on this app you know, if it comes up, like, what's your living situation? I'm like, oh, I'm with my mom. It's, that's what's going on there. Uh, you know, like, I certainly have money. I was like, I have enough money where it almost makes the mom thing weirder. Um, yeah. And, what uh, did you say, I'm taking care of my mother. Well, I mean, to be fair, I am. I'm not here for the fucking sport of it. You know what I mean? Like, she's, <laughs> like, she's an old bat. Like, otherwise, she's going to, Fully sink into talking to the cats all day every day. Um, yeah, I don't think you have to lead with that. Oh, I, I sure as shit don't lead with that one. But well, can, I, I don't lie if it comes up. It. Uh, um, um, Thirty-six year old, I live at home. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so that uh, that my date. Yes, so let's get on your date. And I, I will just end with this. My my date actually has listened to the pod. Oh, wow. And I think probably will continue to do so, unless things end horrifically, in which case, by all means, never listen to this again, and that's fine. But she kind of brought up, because you, you haven't been on the show for a while, but, like, I, I've spent, she's come up multiple times, the uh, the Greek gal from Jersey that I was trying to visit and ultimately didn't because I got COVID. I hope she's listening. I don't know if she is, Michael. Not anymore. Well, but if she is, fucking... All right, I don't know. <laughs> I lost my nerve. Did you yell, yell at a girl that's who was, what, down on her luck some? Oh, horrifically so. Horrifically so. But, uh... Yeah, you know, my my date just brought up, she's like, do you think, she's like, if you were that woman and you heard the podcast, how would you feel? And I was like, well, I think to my credit, I haven't really hammed up any of it whatsoever. Wait, what's she talking about? I think, I think she was just like, you know, do you think it would have, do you think overall it helped the situation 
at all if this person was actually listening to the podcast, which I think she had been at least at some point. She's talking about you or the girl in Jersey? The girl in Jersey. My my date was like... I don't understand how much she knows. Oh, I explained the entire situation. Oh, I think she was like talking to you after listening to the podcast. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she had my date for the eve had heard the pod and was just kind of like, you know, do you think like overall it was good of you or cool of you to talk about her to that extent? And I, at first I was like, well, I really don't think I lied about a damn inch of it, but I get, I get what it is too, where it's like, this person doesn't have a podcast to talk about me. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a power imbalance, if you will, as much as I, shudder to think of this podcast as a power it cheapens the word power frankly um but i get it so i don't you know i don't think i'll get into any gory details of much of my dates if i have a bunch here on out i fucking just just suffice to say i am on hinge it's been okay well good but i say all that because michael you had an experience that i want to go through yeah. With a fine tooth comb. Well, then uh, after the mousy passive aggressive. So, let's set the stage. Sex. Let's set the stage. Come on. Give me a little foreplay again. Uh, well, this girl's profile said she was 26. Okay. And um, no she's... judgments here, by the way. Right. But right. let me tell you, if you're also going for women in their 30s and 40s, lots of judgments there. Go on. Right. Um, I, she saw how old I was. I, again, um, well, let's face it. I and you are 45? Yes. Okay. Yep. Apparently, I'm as old as her aunt. Yeah, I just lost a lot of the female listeners. But anyway. Old as her aunt. Okay, right on. <laughs> That's what she told me. The young, cool yeah. aunt, though. Yes. Yes. Uh, with a drug problem and been unemployed and on disability. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, almost fucked a Bolivian. <laughs> right. Uh, almost fucked a homeless guy. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, "All right, this is interesting." It, it was actually it was the only interesting kind of conversation that I had had in quite some time uh, through a dating app. We were talking about horror movies. We had she was an artist, um, which is cool. All that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and so she suggested we go to this boardroom game, uh, board game room in Arlington um, bar where you know you sit down, you can order food, drinks, have all sorts of like. And that's a fun enough date, right there. Like, let's right. be real. Like, you've yeah. you've got shit to do. You can learn a lot from a person based on how they game like very much you know if you land on boardwalk and they call you a fucking cunt like you probably don't need to date that person or you just need to fucking get get back to our room right away exactly yeah (laughs) be like can you scream that at my anus (laughs) right right. um (laughs) as you express it yes um and so we get there and she's telling me that she's uh, going to be there probably 10 minutes before me. So when I finally get there and I do like a quick sweep, I don't see her. I don't see anyone kind of like her. 
waiting for a table, and I'm like, I'm, I immediately thought, fuck, I got catfished again. And I do a walk around the block. There's a lot to unpack there. We can talk about your catfishing later, though. Yeah, I know. And then I'm like, just walk back to your car and drive home. Like, I said to myself, like, two or three times. And then she texts me, and she's like, I'm here. And she's out front. She looks nice. We get a table. We sit down. Paint um, a picture with your words. What does the young lady look like? Uh, she is black, kind of on the light-skinned side. I thought maybe she could be Hispanic. Uh, lots of hair, which was really cool. Um, the voluminous, natural yes. hair. Yeah, so yes. it's fun. Um, some tattoos. Cool. Uh, very curvy. Um, very stylish. Um, and look mostly like her picture, which is... Uh, good. And so we sit down and I think like not even five minutes go by. She's like, what are you going to get to drink? And I was like, I'm probably going to, I was like, I can, or I was like, I can get you something to drink. Uh, what do you like? She's like, what are you going to have? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be drinking any alcohol. And she goes, what are you an alcoholic? And I was like, well, Yes, I am. I didn't know. I didn't know how else to answer the question. There is no other way to answer it. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Blah blah. blah. And she was really nice about it. I was like, "Don't worry about it. We can like uh, just be yourself. I'm I'm gonna be fine." Uh, we ended up getting a table inside, drinks. We got some appetizers. I go and grab a game. I grab Scrabble. My first attempt was, oh, that was the other thing. The games at this place, like, mm-hmm. you go over to a corner, and there was, like, some sort of, uh, there was, like, a 15-year-old boy that would just basically give you the games. And <laughs> <laughs> the way I these, these are that... all mine. Don't lose any pieces, okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> or it's, like, it sounds like, a, it's like something eccentric sort of gay billionaire with his, his 15 year old you know peruvian houseboy that <laughs> <laughs> this is like the uh the asian guy who's alfred yeah. molina's yeah. <laughs> boogie he, nights he, he, he loves up. fireworks he loves yeah, board he, games he grabbed he grabbed scrabble and lit a few bottle rockets <laughs> 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 Ricky Springfield, friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. I love this part. <laughs> and then, uh, so I bring, oh, but the, the, the games are just ravaged. The first game I got, I, I got was Yahtzee. She had never played Yahtzee, but it didn't even have, like, dice. It had one I, dice. I would be livid. I would be, I went to a friend's birthday party this weekend, and it was at this, like, arcade really just built to prey upon men in our age bracket. Like there's a DJ playing vanilla ices, go ninja go and shit like that. And like, like, as we're leaving, the next guy is walking in, in his Ninja Turtles retro garb. It's, it was so gross. It's yeah. It's like when the whorehouse hasn't figured out the timing and like the John before you is walking out and it's like, really? (laughs) Could have been a five minute buffer here. <laughs> um, and 
I say all that just because the arcades were in a horrific state of disrepair. Like half the joysticks were fucked up. You know what I mean? Non-working I mean, it, buttons. It's like, why even have the kind of place if everything is torn to shit? Yeah, exactly. Like maintenance work is a real aspect of this. Like you don't get, you know, you have to reside the football field every so often, you know, fucking. So I, uh, I grabbed Scrabble, which is not in much of disrepair. We sit down, we start playing. It's missing all the ease. <laughs> right. Well, the, for, one of the first kind of warning signs too was, um, so I pulled out a blank tile. Mm-hmm. That I had, you know, when I had chose my seven tiles, and I was about to smell the word with it, and she was like, "I don't think that's an actual tile," and I was like, "No, it's a blank tile. It can, you know, be whatever kind of letter that you want." And she was like, mm. and "I was like, okay, I'll grab another one." So I put it back in, and started smelling letters. Um, then she starts to spell words that don't exist. So this is like a Simpsons episode where Bart Simpson is playing Scrabble and spells the word Quidgido, if I recall. <laughs> Basically. Yes. So not, not only is she not spelling words that exist, but she's also like not even paying attention to where the other letters match up to other words. So like, I'm like, well, that's not a word, and that's not a word either. No, and that's not a word either. And she doesn't really say anything, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just play this way. And um, then she asked me if I planned to get any tattoos, and I was like, eh, you know, maybe. And she goes, well, you can come with me, and I, I know, like, she rattled, rattled off some artists, and I was like, it sounds like if you bring me, you get a free tattoo. So that would just be like... <laughs> I mean, I was like, am I getting sucked into someone's scam just to get, like, a fucking free tattoo? And she's like, I don't know, maybe. That's an idea. She started started talking about, like, you know, us doing stuff in the future. She's like, no, half the heart will be on my breast and the other half will be on your hand. Like, that's (laughs) how this works. I've known her for 45 minutes. Yeah. And then... um, But you've loved a lifetime's worth. (laughs) right exactly and um she's we started talking she asked me some questions and the storytelling show that i'm doing on wednesday comes up and i'm like yeah i'm doing this like and this is like one of these moments where like even as just sort of predictable date behavior i was like i'll tell her a little bit about this and she'll get to you know maybe understand a little bit more. And it's a very cool gig, by the way. And I, I should point that out. Like the average person does not get to say, Hey, I'm performing in front of like a couple hundred people. And it's not even that big a deal to me because I've been doing this for 20 years. Like that's a pretty <laughs> swinging dick move. Like I know to you and me, like it's kind of rote at this point, but like, it's pretty fucking yeah. good. Exactly. I was expecting at least something like, um, Oh, that's, cool or like at minimum like oh that's really which a hundred percent that should be the bare minimum i'm not even being facetious here like compared to anyone else she's meeting unless she's like a chuckle fucker or something like right. that's that's something out that's extraordinary i should say and um 
her expression doesn't change. I may have said, I may as well have said nothing to her. Yeah. Um, she just keeps looking down. She may have nodded. And she just kind of, like, I had gone out of my way to explain, like, yeah, it's the show and there will be, like, four of us and three of us will be telling the truth. This is the perfect liars club, by the way. I think it's literally in London, like, fucking Dubai, and then Washington, D.C. Like, it's in three or four cities across the world. And uh, and I was like, yeah, and I've told the lie once before, but this time I'll be telling... No, uh, don't, don't. Oh. No. I'll be telling a lie. Um, but anyway, uh, she says she says nothing. And okay. um, I'm like, that's just weird. Like, she just didn't even fucking care. And, um, and then she just, like, went on to something else. And there was some other stuff that came. Oh, she tells me at one point, she's like, well, <clears throat> I used to be addicted to alcohol. And I was thinking to myself, she's 26. Like what? When you were thirteen? Like, <laughs> like, and uh, I was like, so you just? She's like, yeah, I was. And I was, was getting just... really ripped up before some field days. Okay. <laughs> right. Um. She's yeah. She's like, I just started <laughs> like huffing the glue that they had in art class to kind of <laughs> wean myself off of it, and. um and I was, she was like, no, I just kind of like, you know, didn't drink as much. And I was like, oh, what a heart-wrenching story. I'm so glad you overcame your addiction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people cheapen the word. Yeah. Um, I won't go into my two times in, in rehab and failed yeah, marriage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you hear starting about my life they... over in my 40s. <laughs> Yeah, how they, you want to hear what they had to put me on so that my kidneys wouldn't shut down? <laughs> so, um, what was the other stuff? So, anyway, uh, she's like, do you want to go somewhere else? And she suggests a rooftop. And I'm like, okay, I'm having like... Not a, a rooftop bar, just the top of a pizza hut. <laughs> she's just like, do you want to go somewhere and fantasize about... Leaning all the way over the ledge. Uh, <laughs> if anyone said that, I'd be in love. <laughs> so, I, I was having a decent enough time, even though I am ignoring red flags left and right. Oh my god, yeah. And um, You are getting uh, a Spanish bull's worth of red flags. <laughs> and um, so, we'll get up. We pay. Oh, she also tells me. I mean, she makes some veiled hints at like how she would like an older man who makes a little money and this and that. So. You're like, I do make a little money. <laughs> I know, like every, <laughs> very make, little, very little. And um, so, which, by the way, I would just put out having dealt with probably more mid to late twenty year olds than any man my own age should have. I think that is one of those scenarios that they, that would be like a, a fucking pants, a pair of pants they would debate drying on. You know what I mean? They, that's going back to the choose your own adventure thing. That is one path I think a lot of women, especially younger ones, would entertain. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying they ultimately go for it, but they all are like, yeah, that could be something I'd do. 
the same way you and I are like, yeah, maybe I'll be a stand-up. Maybe I'll be on SNL. You know, like, uh, so many yeah. things. They're like, yeah, maybe I will just, like, marry a fun, rich, older dude. Sure. Well, you know what I hate is on these dating apps and even, like, on shit, like, on TikTok is where you see a girl that has just, like, worn, like, I don't know, the equivalent of a fucking infant's onesie that is fucking riding all the way up into her asshole and she's talking (laughs) i just came (laughs) (laughs) and she's talking about how uh if you don't if you don't if you if you can't afford to do this for me and that for me and this for me then like don't even waste our our energy and i'm just thinking i'm just looking at her and i'm like and you've accomplished fucking zero yeah. And you, I mean, you just want to fucking ride someone else's success. Hey, would I, would I take advantage of it if I could afford to fucking do it? I probably would at least try it once. But I just fucking hate the arrogance about it. I mean, who doesn't want to fuck something in an infant's onesie and not get arrested for it afterward, right? Well, also, and just to have the money, that kind of like, I'll date whoever I want because, you know, I have the the money into like uh, can't date Marilyn Monroe, (laughs) (laughs) but um, just kidding. The Jurassic Park cloner. What? (laughs) They would go to one of those clone a pet places and get a cloned and have like Jurassic Park style sex with a clone of Marilyn Monroe. I'd like to to see her like rise off a like a morgue table to that. To that music of Jurassic Park when he <laughs> that to the guy like coming in his pants to a nude Marilyn Monroe coming back to life. <laughs> but um, so I go and pay. She uh, goes to use the bathroom, and honestly, like two or three times, legit, I'm waiting outside, and I'm just like, just go to your car, just go. And I should have, but. We uh, we ended up going actually to a corner bar in Arlington that had like a really good cover band, and the rest of the night was fine. I actually enjoyed myself at the listening to the band more. Than, like that was the highlight of the night. She had some more drinks. We're walking back to the car, and she says, "I'm like, well, are you okay to like get home?" And she's like, "I should not drive home." And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can I can give you a ride back to your place. And she goes, or we could just get a hotel room. Oh. And oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, and, like, there's one part of me, a very old part of me, that is saying, okay, that's what we're doing. And, <laughs> this is how you're referring to your penis. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, we haven't even kissed. We haven't. She's suggesting this. And, um, and then this other part of me is like, no, no, no. (laughs) And that's your brain. Yeah. I'm like, are you sure you want to? And I was like, and she's like, what are you intimidated by a girl expressing what she wants and what she deserves to get if she wants to get it? Wow. (laughs) That is a weird way to refer to your penis. Well, she also asked me, like, a few minutes later, she's like, you do eat pussy, right? Oh. 
And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, is that all we're going to be doing? And she goes, well, do you expect me to suck your dick? This is brutally frank. Like, this is this is legit. <laughs> yeah. Like, at this the start like... of this episode, when I'm talking about, like, trying to figure out the logistics of every inch of an encounter, like, when this is a nervous 25-year-old John on IM, this is playing out in real time for you right now. <laughs> well, this seems like, like a contract negotiation. Yeah, this is not the shit. Yeah, like it's Drew Rosenhaus there on your side. <laughs> no, <laughs> this yeah. is not the shit sane people say. And what? she's like, what'd she say? She's like, what What are you expecting me to suck your dick? Because, and then she kind of like thought about it. And that's when I was like, no, no, this girl is not coming back to your place to fucking, for you to go down on her for, I don't know, for however long she needs to fucking get herself off and then drive her back home in the morning and um finally i mean and again not a deal i would particularly mind because i've just been beaten into such people pleasing in my youth but like for a nice person right you know like not someone who seems like a gigantic asshole like i'm not gonna just eat pussy willy-nilly here the funny thing is is i was fighting through that people pleasing part where I'm like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to offend the girl that just offered to fuck me. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there's another part of me, the the guy part of me that is like, dude, you you have to fucking do this. You know that. Like, you fucking, <laughs> she's fucking. Is, this, is this John? <laughs> the guy part of you is John Rambo at the end. <laughs> Nothing is over. <laughs> Nothing. You need to start this pussy like a. <laughs> she fucking started it. <laughs> John is dead. <laughs> Ramsey's dead. I can't that's, sleep. That, that's what I should have. I just should have yeah. started quoting the end of Rambo to her. Or <laughs> <laughs> talking to her like Troutman. <laughs> And then just dialed me up to do the song. It's a long... Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so, I finally was just like, alright, I, I I can't do this. I was like, I'll give you a ride back to your place. Um, she's like, I don't need a ride back in, to, to my place. And I'm like, you just said you shouldn't dr- be driving. And she goes, no I didn't. I never said that. Oh, I boy. never said that. And I was oh, like, boy. okay. And she's like, so you're sure about this? And I'm like, yeah, I just think if the vibe was better. And she goes, okay, bye. Oh, and she turned around. Do you, I just want you to know right now how lucky you got. Because those words, <laughs> I never said that could have been uttered in the wake of you blowing one in her and being like, so what birth control are you on again? I never said that. (laughs) Oh, that's the other thing she told me. Uh, Michael, she, she has a breeding fetish. Oh, now, um, I'm a good little boy. So I don't know what that is, except I do because (laughs) we as human beings in 2022 have to fetishize our most basic metabolic functions. Pretty much. Yeah, I have a a baby fetish. (laughs) Pretty much a breeding fetish 
really just means a woman likes to get a guy to finish inside her, and she's found a guy who likes finishing inside her. <laughs> right. Which is <laughs> most of the male race. Yeah, I was going to say, given the human species is still around, I would say, like, the majority of us suffer from this, air quotes, kink, making it not much of a kink at all, Michael. <laughs> yeah. If, when God was creating this world with all the angels, was like, and one of them was like, hey, God, is, uh, this this one component of reproduction, is, is this the breeding fetish? Yeah. It's not a fucking fetish! <laughs> I'm also, How do you expect this whole thing to work? I'm also noticing you've given them a eating and breathing fetishes and a sleep fetish. What are you guys fetishizing everything? It's just called living. <laughs> it's how the fucking operation system works. You guys want to sexualize everything. It really is. It's so I have a breeding king. No, it's you're hardwired. You're every cell. Right. <laughs> like like when you're about to nut and you gotta pull out everything in your body is like, what? no, no, why? <laughs> you came in me? Yeah, I just thought it'd be so hot. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Aren't we so fucking weird that we're into this? <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I'm just thinking about the Irish now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, your Irish grandpa was like, "Oh, I've got a real bad kink." No, he fucking just cocked you know, his fist and put his bowler back on when he was done. <laughs> like, the Pope is like, "Birth control? Why ruin the moment?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, entire religions, yeah. millennia-old religions have been based around the cream pie. But yeah, it's a fetish. Where do we stand on abortion? What? That's the hottest part. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to see the fucking baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, fucking see it. Split that fucking DJ <laughs> fucking wide open. God. <laughs> Does that fucking get you hard? <laughs> you guys want to fucking ruin that? I think maybe that's what makes it a fetish. It's like you want to perform the first act without the repercussions magically happening. I think it's more just magical thinking than a fetish. I didn't think I could get pregnant <laughs> if I fetishized it. <laughs> it wouldn't it happen. Kink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we not call it a, a breathing kink? Because <laughs> it's turned out to just be normal sex. We're not down on homosexuality <laughs> because. Oh. Oh, fuck. Can't have a fucking... Can't, can't finish off the cream pie out of the ass. John Paul, is this really what you want your last words to be? Yes! So... <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, hours later I go home. So the mentally unstable woman told you she's okay with getting loads blown in her. Yeah. Cool. To a guy that 
you've known for, I don't know, two, three hours. Yeah, well, Scout's Honor, you told her you didn't have any STIs. Yeah. I like how we have to call them those instead of STDs now. Why? I don't know. That's the new PC term. I guess infection is lighter than disease. I guess I should have also referred to myself back in 2020 as houseless. Yeah, unhoused. I'm I'm sorry. You don't want a fucking unhoused guy? (laughs) You're not going to fuck a homeless guy? That's cool because I'm unhoused. Now bend over. So, yeah, so I go home dodging a bullet. The next morning, I'm just kind of like curious if she is texted via hinge. I get on the app and it says, your account's been removed. You've been banned. Oh, my God. And I appealed it. <laughs> it's like for reasons why. Did not administer cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fucking make a baby? Yes. But you denied her a fucking human right. Hidden <sighs> just run by the Pope. <laughs> so that is where yeah that's where uh that's where oh, i stand God. with my hinge account and you know oddly enough i haven't talked to her since so oh really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i thought you two kids would have worked it out by now <laughs> yeah i know i did send her a text to her phone number after I'd uh, been uh, banned from Hinge, and I just wrote, seriously, question mark. And a few hours later, she just, uh, she texted back, question mark, and I think I sent you that screenshot, and you're just like, don't say anything. And I'm like, I'm yeah. not. A hundred percent. Like, <laughs> don't say a fucking word in response. I feel uh, like I should have sent her a fucking Google image of a rosebud. Well, you can send her a link to this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with that girl. Uh, I don't blame you. That is the correct path to take. Regarding well, that, matter. I and I'm sorry she... you got put through that, and I, I hope you get let back on hinge because uh, you got a lot of love to give, Michael Johnson. Yeah, well, I can. All I have to do is create. I'm banned through my Facebook account. I guess I'd have to create it through another, like Gmail or Apple. Yeah, through through your Earthlink. <laughs> through my Earthlink. <laughs> through your Arrows. <laughs> through your Arrows yeah. net email address. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Well, let's. Uh, I guess we can wind it up. It's like twelve thirty at night. Oh yeah. But, um, Michael, welcome back. And... Yes, thank you for having me, John. Oh, of course, buddy. It's uh, It's been a hot minute, and we're going to do more of these, because that was delightful. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm sure I will talk to you tomorrow. I will see you uh, Wednesday performing at the Perfect Liars Club show in oh, Washington, yeah. D.C. I look forward Excellent. to it. All right. All right, Good my friend. Back.